1: Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. Today we continue our Masterclass Educational Series, Guidance from Spirit, Channeled Messages from Beyond the Veil with Mother Mary. I am joined by my special guest co-host, Danielle Gibbons. Since 1994, Danielle has served as full-body channel for Mother Mary, the ascended being who gave birth to Jesus, the Christ child, in her last lifetime. After our discussion, Danielle will allow Mother to come through in her distinct voice to share universal truths and lend guidance for the human journey with the listeners. Danielle is the author of the life-changing book Mother Mary's Pathway to Love and has connected people worldwide with Mother's divine wisdom, love and grace through best-selling courses, life-changing retreats, radio appearances, and online events to inspire individuals to awaken and expand their consciousness. To learn more about upcoming events and to join Danielle's community, visit BelovedPublications.com and don't forget their YouTube channel, Mother Mary Channel on YouTube.com, where you can enjoy all of the videos that have been compiled over the years, as well as live stream events. Visit SpiritualInsightsRadio.com to join the Spiritual Insights community and don't forget to review the archives of all of the divine transmissions that we have put together for you. All right. Well, I am excited to get started. We have an interesting topic today. Hi, Danielle.
0: Hey, Charlotte. It is wonderful to be here with you and all your beautiful listeners.
1: Mm, it's so great to have you back. I'm, you know, oh, we just love doing this. So <laughs> It's
0: true. It's all
1: true. <laughs> yes. How is everything going? I know that um, I am thoroughly enjoying School of Love. It is absolutely just the most magical experience. Uh, I couldn't recommend it more for everybody to dive deep and transform. It's terrific.
0: I'm so glad you feel that way because I do, but you know, of course I think I'm biased, (laughs) (laughs) but I, I love school of year. I, you know, obviously I've done it every year and, um, and not just as the, Person who's channeling mother and you know putting the course together, but I always go through it as a student because I know how powerful it is. And um, I don't know about you. Well, actually, I would say that I think we're having a parallel experience here in School of Love this year because after our little chat before we started the show, um, some big stuff is coming up for me to transform and you know, focusing on self-worth this year with along with everybody else. I tell you, it is, it's big. It it just gets to the heart of my whole self. It seems like it's stripping away a lot of the sort of superfluous stuff uh, to really get down to it. And I'm so grateful that I love the process of change and that I feel so grateful that I have been given this life where I've been shown I have the power within me to at least start the change, at least get on board with the change. I may not know how to make the change, but at least I have the power to get on board with it. And and every time i get to the other side it is such an incredible experience so i'm i'm so thrilled that you're you're active in school of love this year
1: me too and you know what it seems like it seems like it's the like the missing link to life
0: you know what i mean yes. that one component
1: without that everything else you build on top of it will be faulty When things don't go right, when you can't get into alignment, when you can't, uh, when when you go through challenges in your life and you don't feel like you're in, you're in the flow, the correct flow of things, it's frustrating, it's challenging, it's um, devastating in some cases because everybody, we all hear all the, all the adages and, oh, it's all about, you know, life is all about your relationship with yourself and Mm -hmm. people like us continually work on that. But without the self-worth component, it seems like a lot of spinning our wheels and a lot of striving and not understanding what's missing. Can't put your finger on it, no matter what you do. I think it's the self-worth thing. So I'm glad mother is helping to help us transform that because for as much as we learn about this, there's so much we don't know. And it just takes that much longer to accomplish. You know, very,
0: very true. Very true. Um, well, I don't know about you, but I I am very curious to hear what Mother <laughs> has to say about today's subject matter. I yes. was a little surprised when she gave it to me. I was like, "Hmm, okay."
1: I think it's perfect. Why don't you tell everybody what it is?
0: Well, I asked her, you know, what she wanted to talk about today, and she said that um, she wants to focus on shadow or darker energies. And there's a a couple of different sort of uh, angles that she wants to look at or cover today. And one is uh, how to use um, loving discernment to uh, make sure that the spirits or spirit guides that you are trying to connect with are really for your highest. Mm. And then the other uh, aspect that you wanted to look at today was about people, how people's shadow, when it gets projected onto you, how that affects you and then vice versa, how you, how we, you know, project our shadow onto other people Um, and, and how we can take care of ourselves when that's happening.
1: So it falls under the umbrella of psychic self-protection in some ways. So I'm really, I'm really excited about this. And uh, especially for highly sensitive people like us who take everything in, this will be very meaningful to have this information. We know the basics of that, all that stuff, the, you know, the light, the pyramid. We have all these little tools and tricks that we do. But I would love um, higher vibration techniques. And perhaps that's what you'll share.
0: Yes, yes. I, le- I I I believe so. I believe so. Okay. So shall we just dive in with mother early? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. This just seems like a big subject. Somehow. Yeah. And
1: <laughs> what are we going to add to it beyond the basics that we just discussed? So yeah, bring her through and we'll give her the floor.
0: All right. All right. Hold on just
1: a minute. All right. And hold on to your hat. <laughs>
0: hello beloved one
1: hello mother welcome it's wonderful to see you again it
0: is wonderful to be with you my dear and all your glorious vibrant powerful listeners Hmm?
1: that describes them all perfectly mother yes indeed
0: indeed (laughs) So today I want to focus on a subject that I don't often um, spend time on. Sometimes, but not often. And the reason being today is because we are, or you are, on your planet, you are approaching the Uh, Equinox, the March equinox, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The beginning of spring. Now, if we were to step back and look at the cycle of solstice and equinox, when you are leaving one age and moving into another, Mm. the power of the solstices and the equinoxes increases exponentially. They are very powerful times on your planet energetically. Now, this is not a hard and fast rule, but it's more of a kind of overarching rule, particularly when you are moving from one age to another. The solstices are the times of energy release into the planet, into the ecosystem, into humanity. And the equinoxes are for integration and balancing of those energies,
1: right? Mm -hmm. So
0: from the December solstice, so much was released into the atmosphere, so to speak, of your lives. And from that time, leading up to the spring equinox, you are all very busy getting stirred up. You are uh, integrating new energies. It's Think of it as, um, your spiritual energetic evolution not just as a human species but as an entire ecosystem right the entire planet is evolving and everything on it so there are periods in history where you have big big times of evolutionary movement this is one of those Times Mm. and so I'm encouraging all of you to pay very close attention to the solstices and the equinoxes, and if you can find um, a group that is doing something you feel is um, love driven on those times throughout the calendar year, and you can join in, I encourage you to do so. Now, what's happening from the December solstice is that this year, 2021, on your calendar, is a big year for um, dismantling the old paradigms of the essence of patriarchal, and I don't just mean this word in relation to biological men and women, right? But this patriarchal type of energy that says there's one leader, um, I'm in charge, or this group is in charge, and everyone else has to follow. And um, now this has been dismantling for a little while, but you can see that in the level of transparency that is happening in your world, meaning that awareness is coming fast and hard into the human consciousness into the earth consciousness. Mm -hmm. But what is not being paid attention to quite as much because now this element is just coming into the conversation is the spiritual realm and how it affects this transition. So there are a lot of shadow entities that have been supportive of and nurturing this um, paradigm right this top Mm -hmm. down we're in charge paradigm and like all spiritual relationships it is a symbiotic relationship right right so the spirit feeds you and you feed the spirit and on and on so if you Think about that relationship, not quite like a circle, but more like the infinity loop, right? Okay. It's a system that loops back in on itself again and again. And the momentum that is created through that pattern is what energizes the relationship, right? Mm -hmm. So you have a system of living, of governing, of dominance, of possession that has been um, woven throughout every aspect of the ecosystem for a very long time, a few thousand years plus. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And in order to keep that going, you have to have a lot of spiritual support, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So now things are shifting and there are um, entities or energies like myself that are going to be more prevalent or pivotal in this change, in this shift. But people that have been in a symbiotic relationship with darker shadow energy, Mm -hmm. shadow entities, um, they are not going to let go of that relationship quietly or easily, right? Right. They are going to fight because fighting Violence, uh, again, dominance, possession, these are the ways that these people, systems, uh, spiritual entities have maintained this structure for so long. Mm. So I'm bringing the worldview up And now we're going to uh, narrow the focus a little bit to more your immediate lives, your individual lives. Mm -hmm. So what does this mean for you? It means that as someone who is a spiritual seeker, someone who has consciously stepped on the path of awakening to the larger understanding of what is, you all are going to be affected very powerfully because not only can you feel these larger um, shifts right in the planet, in the collective energy of humanity and all the animals and trees and uh, air that you breathe, but you feel it stronger and stronger in your own personal life and in the lives of those around you. So what you might find is that it seems like more people in your life, maybe family members or uh, community members, people that are maybe in your second circle of support, Um, church members um, political party members co-workers you might feel as though they are getting more aggressive more angry lashing out more projecting their shadow onto you more and more and their is going to be some truth in that now some of this is covid right everyone is tired they are covid weary yes and there is uh, an overall energy of frustration depression anxiety for some people they are struggling with hopelessness but That is, think of COVID and all the lockdown as a magnifying glass. So it's going to magnify different things in different people. And this energy of transition on the planet is not just affecting highly sensitive people, it's affecting everyone and every generation you can the older generation says oh no it's all just going uh, what is the term to hell in a handbasket yes (laughs) Yes. the younger generation is destroying the fabric of our community and it's all going to the music and the drugs and the, the the Hollywood and uh, this and that Mm -hmm. and it's all just going to be terrible so that is a kind of universal experience of being human the difference in generations right the difference in perspectives
1: yes but what
0: I'm talking about is different instead of a sort of weary resignation that the younger generation is just going to ruin everything, uh, this is a feeling that some people have that everything that they know, that they understand, is going to be taken from them. Mm that people who hold more light are a very real threat. People that are trying to live their lives through kindness and love Mm -hmm. are a threat. And this threat often cannot even be defined. They might uh, focus on certain details, and uh, feel that it's a wrong direction for people to go in. And, but ultimately there is going to be a very pervasive feeling throughout. And I'm not just talking about the United States. I'm talking about worldwide, all human beings. Okay. Those that are more aligned with fear, not necessarily maliciousness or what some people would use the word evil. I don't particularly subscribe to that word. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm talking about people that are clinging desperately to the old ways of fear. These are the people that will react the most powerfully when they feel that their fear-based way of living is being threatened. So there are a lot of energies, entities, spirits that are influencing and feeding these fears. Okay. So I'm going to encourage all of you that are listening to practice very, very powerful discernment. When you decide to align yourself with anything in the unseen, any kind of spirit, spirit guide, entity, doesn't matter, use discernment. And what you're looking for is that simple, quiet feeling of love. Don't look for power. Don't look for, hey, what can you do for me? What kind of information can you give me? Uh, Can you answer all my questions? Uh, Can you help me change my money status? Can you help me? Uh, be successful in my job, in my career. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter if you want those things because you want to be happy and you feel that being happy, you would contribute more to the world. You don't need any of those things to be happy. What you need to discern is love. Is love present? And I mean, maybe not the love your mind associates with that word, but how your heart and soul feel when you sit and feel love, when you just not love for another person or another thing or an animal or even uh, an entity, just love. What does love feel like in you? And when you are communing with anything in the spirit realm, please make sure that you feel the powerful presence of that love. Information can be very seductive. Words, answers to your uh, seeming problems, can be very, very seductive. And this is the primary reason that people seek out a communion with those in the spiritual realm. They want answers, they want information, they want words, they want uh, solutions to their problems. And if we were to step back and practice neutrality, there's nothing wrong with that. But when your motivation, when all those things are driven from fear, when that is the energy that's driving your communion with the unseen, you might be opening yourselves to problems. You might be opening yourself to shadow energy shadow presence and again i am not talking about a hollywood movie of uh, demon possession that's not what this is about but if you think about your own fears Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because you are a being of of energy right that's all you are You are a vibration of energy. Your physical body is a vibration of energy that has a particular density. Your spiritual body, your emotional body, your brain, your thoughts, it's all energy, right? Right. So when you take yourself as that, everything in the unseen is also energy, right? vibrating at a particular frequency. Your fears that you cultivate, that you hang on to, they require shadow energy to feed them, to maintain them, to maybe help them to grow if that's your decision. Even if you're making those decisions in your unconscious self. Mm -hmm. So, All of that is normal. All of that is normal. You are, every person has shadow entities that are attached, that are simply offering you a service. Why, yes, I would be happy to help you maintain your fears. Let me attach myself to you. Of course, if that's what you want, yes, I can help you with that right? Okay. Because you are not separate from the spiritual realm. All is one. All is one. Right. So again, don't let your mind go to some horrible uh, imagery. That's right. not what I'm talking about. But when you consciously choose to reach out into the spiritual realm, to commune with those in the spiritual realm. You want to make sure that your motivation, what's driving you is love. And even if what's initially drives you is fear, oh, I need the answers to this. I have a terrible problem and I have to have the answer. Make sure that once you get that connection, that you are feeling love. That they're not, this communion with the spirit realm is not feeding your fears. Right. Or telling you things like, oh, you better solve it by next week or it's going to be a lot worse. You don't need that. That's right. not the kind of information that you need. So it's not you want it's not to, it's not helpful. And that is one of the red flags. Right. Right. Yes. So if what you're communing with keeps setting you up for disappointment, there's two things going on. Either you are refusing to do, to follow the loving guidance to get the results that uh, you say that you want. Or you are communing with something that is feeding your fears, not helping you to expand your love and your light. I say this to you all now because this is a big part of what is getting stirred up from the um, December solstice and it's going to stretch out through the year. And this is not going to be as uh, spiky or jagged as last year was. There has, uh, this year has more, of a wave type of build like a slow build but in that slow build with all the shadow that is getting stirred up so that it can come to light if you are not willing to practice discernment you may have be you may be creating more problems than you're solving mm hmm When it comes to the shadow of individuals around you, when animals feel threatened, they either withdraw, right? They hide Mm -hmm. or they lash out or sometimes both, right? They go behind their walls and lash out from there. Yes. So what you are going to discover as humans throughout this year is that there's going to be the feeling that people are lashing out projecting their shadow demanding that you believe what they believe you might find your own self demanding that other people believe what you believe there's a term um, mudslinging right so Imagine that you're uh, you're all going to be slinging your shadow around more than usual. And people that have often practiced very polite societal interaction, you might see this breaking down even more than it already has. Now, that might sound like a terrible thing, But it is so necessary to help this transformation. Because whether you like to look at this or not within yourself, no matter who you are or how much practice and change you have or how spiritually advanced you feel you are, There is always that period of anger when it comes to the process of change. When the fear becomes so big that you spill over into anger, lashing out, frustration, Yes, so it is a normal behavior, but you're going to see it escalate more and more throughout this year. So, how can you keep yourself centered and grounded? So, the first thing, and this is very high vibration technique, it's going to sound Exceedingly simple, but trust me when I tell you, it is not. Or it is simple, but not easy, right? So, and this ties in deeply to self-worth. For those of you that struggle with diminished self-worth, no matter how much or how little, you may find yourself very challenged during this time because this high vibration technique is to not accept the projection. So it's as if someone were to throw a ball at you And the expected response is for you to catch the ball, right? Mm -hmm. And it might even be your your knee-jerk reaction, right? You see a ball coming towards you, you reach up, you catch it. But I'm asking you to step aside and let it move right past you, Mm. to stop catching other people's shadow projections. Okay. So you have to decide, and you're going to need to spend time on this and really diving deep to ask yourself, can I, can I say no to people's projection? Whether it's their anger, whether it's their frustration, whether they want to draw you into their um, self-pity, whatever it is that they are projecting onto you, when it comes to fear-based shadow projection, can you say no, even when you are expected to say yes? I've been throwing you this ball for decades. You have to catch it. It's how we do. Right? It's how we do us. Yes. I throw, my. I project my shadow, and you catch it. And then you react to it. And you throw your shadow at me, and then I catch it. And on and on, we loop and loop and loop. And as we gain momentum... It gets more fear-filled as we go. Okay. The relationship drifts farther apart because we have made catching each other's mud, slinging the mud and catching it, is how we function in the relationship. And I'm asking you to stop, just step aside, literally step aside and let it just fall into uh, the earth. Let the mud fall right into the earth. And when I use the term slinging the mud, I'm not talking about saying angry things to each other or, pushing or shoving or any kind of physical violence. I'm talking about when you and others project your energy onto someone else because you want them to do what you want them to do. You want them to feel what you want them to feel. You want them to believe what you want them to believe, even if even if you want them to be happy. So the hardest thing in stepping aside and not not catching what they're projecting anymore and being very aware when you are projecting onto someone else is you need to decide if you are willing to risk the loss of the relationship. Mm. Because you are about to make a big change. And it's subtle because it's on an energetic basis, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, you are tapping in to the energy flow between you and you start to feel out is there more projection or are we sharing? The goal is to share your energy with others, for them to share their energy with you, but not to project it, right? The projection is the kind of uh, pushing, forcing. Right? I'm throwing a ball at you and I expect you to catch it.
1: Right. Mother, it sounds like it's going more from a game of volleyball to a game of dodgeball, where we have to dodge those projections and not thinking whether it's, you feel it's expected or uh, implied, you know, it can be expressed or implied. But we do volley back and forth with our projections, our fears in that manner. Um, students yeah. of A Course of Miracles would understand what I'm saying um, to a, a higher extent but that volley is what we need to stop in order to stay centered, is what you're saying.
0: Yes, indeed. And that's a good analogy, beloved. So yes, uh, I believe uh, that, well, uh, in dodgeball, um, I believe that if you catch the ball, then isn't the other person out or are you out?
1: you have to hit the other person with it to get them out but doesn't that take you both out if that's how you're behaving
0: yes so mm-hmm. you want to dodge but like soccer you can't use your hands to catch okay that's a good that's yes. to step aside so um, you want to make sure that you have taken the time and please believe me when i tell you This is the higher vibrational aspect. Don't just think, oh, I definitely don't want to uh, project. And I, yes, I can risk losing this relationship. Sit with it. Take your time. Feel the quality of energy between you and the people in your life. Even if uh, someone is here temporarily, I'm not talking about just the people you are very, very close to. I'm talking about the people that are in your energy field right now on a regular basis. Okay. Really sit and feel out if you are willing and committed to making this change. And it's okay if you, uh, as you're playing dodgeball, you end up catching a few balls because you forgot and it's just how the routine goes. The more awareness you bring to this process, the easier it will be for you to shift. So once you have established that, yes, there's a lot of projection going on between me and this person, And yes, I'm willing to risk losing them by shifting the dynamic. If it's appropriate, you can talk to them about this. If not, then you have to do it on your own. And once this uh, is established, then you start the energetic practice. And that is... that you hold first yourself in white light, like a bubble all around you. It fills your body, your brain, your heart, your energy field, your fingers and toes. Your hair is full of light. All that you are is this beautiful sphere of light. And then you surround the person in this white light, create a sphere around them. Take your time and really let each of you sit in your sphere of light to come to center, to come to peace. And then with love in your heart, you bring the two spheres together so that you are sharing Light, you are sharing energy, and you just sit with that. Okay. And when you feel complete, you let them go, and then you let the energy around yourself go, and you go about the rest of your day. You do not need to spend a lot of time on this, but you do need to establish the shift because I will tell you, beloved ones, more change is coming, more disruption to your structures, right? the way you live your lives. Decisions are being made by those that are embracing light and love deeply within themselves. You are the ones that are rising into leadership positions, not to dominate, not to possess, not to be at the top of the pyramid, but to share how to be collaborative, how to commune, not to project but to share your energy and what that means to let other people lead with their strengths their soul gifts to sit back when it's time to sit back to speak when it feels right to speak and to stay silent when it feels right to stay silent right to let everyone have their strengths acknowledged and discovered and encouraged. Not just to say those words, but to actually create structures that live those words.
1: Mm -hmm. May I clarify something mother? Yes, beloved. To do this technique with the spheres of light, do you have to be in that person's presence?
0: No, you do not. No. Okay. Not at all. And you're going to find that not only are people, humans, going to fight against these changes but so are shadow entities they're going to put their energy into keeping things as they are so every time that you are projection or minimizing it to the best of your ability you are bringing the shadow entities that assist in keeping fear alive within you, within others, you are bringing them into the light to be transformed. You are showing them another way. Every time you choose love over fear, you are transforming the energy that surrounds you. And you may attract, you may find that you attract shadow because they are looking to you to help in their transformation. I hope that all of you did not step onto the spiritual path just for yourself because it is always a path of service, always. So as you Evolve as you grow in love and light, as you transform, you are called upon to assist others in transforming. And it may be in a completely quiet, anonymous way, like doing the technique I just gave to you, mm-hmm. or it could be in a more public way, just like the way you, beloved Charlotte, do this that you do for others, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. But either way, it doesn't matter. Everyone is called to service. All those that are awakening to love and to life are called to service. So don't be surprised if it feels like more people are projecting on you lately it may not be everyone's experience, but it will be a lot of people's experience. Okay. And always trust that love has the answer because love is the answer. Fear feels convenient. It can feel... Uh, comfortable, normal, right? Mm -hmm. The easy reach. But it is love that will transform the situation, the relationship, whatever issue or problem you are struggling with. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: There was something else I wanted to ask you about, but I didn't want to interrupt. When you were talking about in the beginning... About um, discerning that there is love coming, that, that you're experiencing from whomever you wish to commune with in spirit. Yes. What you're saying is the vibrational frequency of love, not so much the emotional experience of it. I wanted to clarify that for the listeners because it's a frequency, not just an emotion.
0: It is, that's correct. But the frequency is often what triggers the emotion or the feeling of love. Right? You okay. may not have an emotion that gets triggered, but it may just be the feeling, that welling up, that feeling like oh, I'm home or this feels so kind or wonderful or gentle but powerful at the same time. Right there's so this, um, whatever feels like love to you, make sure that's present in your communion. Mm. Mm. Beautiful. I thank you for allowing me to serve you and all your listeners today, beloved.
1: Mm. Mm, it's my welcome. joy, it's our joy as well.
0: I love you all, and I am with you always. Mm
1: -hmm. Namaste. Namaste, Mother. Thank you very much. hello hey (laughs) hey (laughs) wow Wow.
0: yeah that was that was one of those transmissions where i felt this enormous uh i don't know it's like it could have just gone on and on and you know like for hours she could have talked about that there was just so much behind it and so much in it it was, um, yeah, it felt like one of those big messages where it's like, okay, pay attention, everybody pay attention.
1: (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. Hmm. Okay, well, it's kind of, you know, kind of hard to hear. There's gonna be more change and disturbance.
0: Yes, it's true. It's true, but at the same time, we all know that the way things were, and in many cases, the way things are, um, just isn't equitable for everybody. You know, and I don't know if, um, it, and, and I don't mean that everybody wants to be equal, I don't think that's gonna happen in our lifetime, surely, where everyone awakens to their equality. Uh, but I think there needs to be enough support for that to, uh, yeah, to, to create the systems and the ways of doing things that, that support those of us who are ready Uh, for equality, who are actively working towards that. Um, Yeah, so that becomes more acceptable, more just a part of how we do things. if I'm making sense, I'm not sure. That came out right.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah, so we have the equinox to look forward to and many more changes. This is excellent advice because um, it's very ingrained in us to react to the words and the behavior of others and it's not easy to detach oneself from reaction especially when it comes as a shock whatever the person's doing their projection comes as a shock the reaction is very reflexive and so we have to be careful to breathe stay calm don't go into fight or flight just back up back up like you're watching a movie This happened for me early on when studying A Course in Miracles. It became so interesting because, like I always do, I use my immediate family as the example. Uh, There was a lot of personal attack in that environment. And so one day, um, I guess it was my little sister's turn, and here she was in front of me hurling the most vile, horrible things at me accusations and you have to make it up uh, because there's not too much to work with, with me. So she was saying the most horrible things, rotten things. And it was interesting. There was a shift. Time Mm -hmm. didn't necessarily slow down, but uh, there was distance from all the work. And it was this beautiful thing, like watching a movie. And it was like, wow, this doesn't hurt at all. Wow. It was a beautiful experience. And so that's what I will be aspiring to and utilizing for this year. And so I would recommend to all the listeners, if you are a student of A Course in Miracles, but you've kind of let that slide, pick it back up. If you're new to it, come join us. Um, There's plenty of material on the website to review. um, And I should be picking that up soon. By myself. So maybe there's another way I can contribute to helping people maintain that mm-hmm. peace is the word. Yes. We have to yes. maintain peace. Not highs are fun, lows not fun. But the <laughs> midline is the goal. Peace is the goal. And that's what I think we need to do, keep the bicycle rolling steadily this year.
0: I agree and really hold that place for you know, if people are going to project not to judge them or to hurl it back or to hurl our stuff onto them, but, you know, just to step aside. I really like that image. The dodgeball felt a little frenzied to me, Mm -hmm. but in my mind, when she was saying it, I just saw, you know, the ball coming towards me and me just quietly, just stepping aside and not just letting it fall off the ground. Just, you know, giving it to mother. Or not her, or giving like, it any
1: energy. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Not do, you know, the whole sort of dodging felt sort of like a putting a lot of energy into it. And this was just sort of taking the wind out of someone's sails, just yeah. not reacting, not participating in the projection process. I think that's yes. that that thing that hit was to just not participate. Um and let them have it however they want to do it. Um, yeah. And for me, that is tough because it's easy for me to get my feelings hurt. I, I tend to go there, um, not as easily as I used to, but still pretty easily. And of course the people that I'm, that I love, uh, my family members tend to have that, um, permission from me, uh, on some level that I, uh, I buy into the hurt. And um, so yeah. that's, that's a ball that I'm ready to stop catching. <laughs> cool. <laughs>
1: really? There's, really ready to stop catching that. There's something I used to do to demonstrate what we're talking about in my classes. And what I would say, and normally we were talking about forgiveness, right? But I want to use it in this context with regard to reaction, okay? Because mm-hmm. forgiveness, we're, we're going to have to probably use a lot of it this year. That's what it sounds like yeah. to me. Um, so we'll we'll rev that engine and have that ready, right. For whenever somebody has something, not to be paranoid or, you know, hypervigilant, but have that forgiveness, um, card ready. What I would say is here's pretty much how it works. So let's say you and me, Danielle. So you throw me a ball and then Mm -hmm. like, we're having a catch. Okay. Now you insult me and you say something really mean. And I say, okay. And then I throw you the ball and I say something really mean. And then we go through that several times back and forth. And then eventually I take the ball and I won't throw it back to you. Mm. And you're like, well, wait a minute. It's my turn. Right. No, I forgive you. The game's Mm -hmm. over. The game's over because I forgave. So this is um, something I want people to keep in mind. There is something funny I can add that when mother was saying that you dodge the projection, yeah. This is something somebody said to me and I've been using it ever since. It's been about 12 years. You know, the movie, the matrix with Keanu Reeves. Oh, sure. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, this woman was telling me what she said to someone else who kept insulting her and yelling at us and just a very vexed person. And she was very difficult. So this person out of nowhere just started waving her arms backwards and bending over backwards like Keanu oh, Reeves, right.
0: like when he do- when he dodges the bullets. Yeah,
1: and 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 the and the lady says, "What are you doing?" She was she was still yelling at, and she says, "What are you doing?" And my friend says, "Oh, I'm just dodging the negativity," <laughs> and that's all I could oh, think of when mother was talking that's about. It. It. That's With great. Getting your arms and waving them real slow, just dodging <laughs> the negativity.
0: Dodging the
1: negativity. Isn't that hilarious? That is-
0: Great. I love that. I'm definitely keeping that one for sure.
1: <laughs> Use it far and wide. And I'm sure we'll have lots of uh, opportunities to do that.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. Awesome.
1: Alrighty. Well, we better get moving on to the next thing. And I know there's something interesting tonight that I'm looking forward to, and I'm looking forward to school of love tomorrow with you and all the group, the energy of everyone in the group is wonderful.
0: Oh, me. I agree. I yes. agree. Mother just gathers the most wonderful people together. So true.
1: Yeah. And she's she's hitting us with some serious energy work. It's fabulous. So <laughs> yeah. to the listeners, um, Beloved Publications is where you want to go to join Danielle's community and learn more about everything that she offers. Spiritual Insights Radio is where the archives live. Thank you once again, Danielle, for your love, light, wisdom and time.
0: Thank you so much. It's always wonderful to be here.
1: Hmm. I feel the same spending time with you. All right, everyone. That's our show for today. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.